0: You're listening to PlayStation Unchained.
1: What's up guys welcome to episode 43 of playstation unchained i'm your co-host mike harrods uh after a, uh, back after a brief hiatus and joining me again is my partner in crime and all around badass community guy and podcast maestro ben shillabit hall how's it going ben
0: uh pretty good thank you and you how have you been it's been it's been too long mate
1: yeah, it has actually. Yes. Yeah, um I need I don't know why I I felt like I needed to just uh, take a back seat for a week or so or was has it been a week or um an episode I haven't been here for or two? I can't even remember. I think, to
0: be I think honest. it was two.
1: Well yeah I, I, if you include the special. Oh yeah, yeah, special. Yeah, of which of course we did over E3, which we'll be getting to in a sec. Um I'm good, thanks, Ben. Um apart from the fact I didn't get much sleep because of a massive thunderstorm last night, but I'm good. The weather's beautiful. I'm enjoying a Saturday evening talking to you guys. Uh how are you doing? Uh pretty
0: good. Sweet. I'm looking forward, uh, as I said, um, I've been looking forward to playing Destiny, so the fact that the Alpha was announced at E3 just made, me, made my day, uh, awesome. but I'll talk more
2: that, about that later.
1: Oh yeah, we're getting to that, alright, and finally, last but no means least, we have G-Man, Mr. Glenn Gordon, our podcast regular. How's it going, Glenn?
2: Not too bad, Mike. I, I've already heard of how you've been, but uh, <laughs> I've had a busy week with E3 going on, and, and um, I, I got a new job working at Universal Studios. Here in Orlando, awesome. so I've been doing orientation and all that stuff, and it's been a busy, busy week, but it's been fun.
1: Awesome, man. Well, before we carry on with the rest of the show, how's how's the um, job going? Does it sound pretty cool so far from what you um you've been doing?
2: Absolutely, I love Universal. Like, I've I've worked for them before, and even though I I didn't like it before, I, I didn't like the job I had. It was just like a, a buster type dishwasher thing. All right, yeah. um, much better this time. I'm working on the entertainment side this time. But now, just even on the worst jobs, you can really look still look forward to going there just because it's just a fun environment. Universal
1: studios yeah exactly
2: and there's good job security there's a lot of opportunity to grow and move up the ladder so i'm, I'm happy
1: awesome man great well it's good to have you guys again and as ben um i've touched on it earlier it is good to be back in the seat again um i have missed it i feel refreshed reinvigorated whatever word you want to use but anyway this has been a massive week guys um obviously e3 biggest uh pretty much the biggest event in the gaming calendar um every year with the possible exception of gamescom which is actually grown to be quite substantial in itself. But um, we have a lot to cover. This is going to be our uh, post-E3 show, so we'll just be chewing the fat over everything and giving our thoughts. So there's not really any structure to this, guys, as i said before. you know, We're just going to be chewing the fat, You know, just have three guys talking games, having a good time. So obviously, I think a good place to um, start off will be, um, well, first, before we actually do anything, I recommend all you guys check out our coverage on PSU.com because we have done the guys on the show floor. But we had Carl, we had Ernest. Uh, we had our freelancer, Jonathan Ottman, I think I believe he was called, um, they all done a bloody fantastic job. So if you haven't checked out all the coverage over there, do so. And we've got a handy, um, guy, uh, like a, a hub article on the main site on the flush console with our E3 awards, which you will want to check out. Trust me guys, there's some great awards uh, packed in there. I should know because I wrote some of them. <laughs> I'm joking. All the guys did a great job, but okay, let's kick off things. Um, guys, uh, obviously on the Monday we have the Sony conference. Now, um, this um, I actually stayed up to cover this, so I was writing news alongside Tim and Adam, and uh, this was a great show in my opinion. Um, I mean, I mean, where to start? I think the I, I say one thing: the problem with this year is um, I just hope a lot of you guys, that goes for you two and our listeners, didn't listen to a lot of the rumours because if you did and you put stock in them, then you would have been really disappointed because um, there was this massive kind of. Uh, rumour that cropped up a few weeks before the show, which was supposedly going to be what Sony had planned for the show. And they had games like they had Media Molecules, uh, Mole-cule, Molecules, new game. Uh, Molecules? Had- Molecules, sorry. What, yeah, no. Sorry, I'm tired. It's, it's hot. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, yeah, they have a new game from them. They had um, Santa Monica. They had a new God of War. They had a live demo of Uncharted 4. Uh, the Last Guardian, all this kind of stuff that basically well at the time I remember thinking that's too good to be true and hey it was. So I just hope you didn't put stock put faith in that because that would have been a disappointment. But the show itself was great. I thought I thought they nailed it. It was all it, you know, they, they had some great games there. Little Big Planet Free. That was I mean, people were saying, Oh yeah, that's kind of obvious, but to me, no, it wasn't. That game had been rumored for at least eighteen months and it cropped up there out of nowhere. But I, I mean I keep an eye on this stuff and there were no rumors about L B P three, as far as I knew, maybe. Correct me if I'm wrong on that, um, at any time guys, but as far as I knew that wasn't on you know, I didn't hear anything about that. So that well, was there was
0: a few rumors that sumo digital was working on a new Little Big Planet, but Yes, yeah. That that's... was supposed to be that little big planet hub, which was a free to play Little Big Planet game.
1: Oh right, okay. Uh, so, which yeah. uh,
0: seemed to have disappeared.
1: Yes, yes, that's a very good point. And yes, of course, it, this is made by Sumo Digital. Uh, what was that, Glenn, sir?
2: It also didn't help that Media Molecule had confirmed earlier that they weren't going to be there, so no one was expecting Little Big Planet three.
1: Yeah, um, I um, yeah, I've, I remember reporting on Little Big Planet a third game. Like like I said, rumours have been going for around for about eighteen months, and uh, me, uh, the previous dev um, said that they had finished with that series. So I pretty much, I don't think anyone expected that. Um, Sumo Dig- Digital had been re- had been attached to the series, Ben said. So if it was going to be there, it would be from them. But even so, for some reason, I just didn't expect that. So that was great. The order looked fantastic. I uh, seriously, that game—it was almost like the beginning of Resident Evil. That game was with like the, the creature like munching on someone, turning around and seeing the character. That was great. The um, Uncharted 4, what needs to be said, that game looks absolutely fantastic. I mean, the fact that it's meant to be using in-game assets, you know, captured from a PS4. It looks absolutely superb. Um, yes, it was brief, but you know what? I think they did the right thing by doing that because it's really good. It makes people leaves people wanting more, and they're gonna, you know, when they show that thing properly running, you know, a full gameplay demo, it's just gonna blow everyone away. Um, it did. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I thought it did drag in the middle because they started going on about all this uh, like the TV show and everything like that, and more of the um, kind of the entertainment things. And I think that did slow it down. It lost some of its momentum. Not that it was bad. Because the stuff was kind of cool, but I think, um, I think if I had cut some of that out, I think it would have it would have it wouldn't have felt so um, it felt a little bit dragged out because of that. And I read around, I read on a lot of comments online, and a lot of people felt that it did drag there. Um, that's just my opinion. Like I said, it wasn't bad, but I just think it could have been trimmed a bit. Uh, what do you guys reckon? Do you reckon uh, do you reckon it kind of lost its momentum around the middle part with that? Um, Absolutely, one hundred
2: percent. The um... ah. It's just really ironic because Xbox was criticized extremely heavily for doing exactly what Sony did. Well, not exactly, because the yeah. difference was Xbox last year had a huge focus. Uh, it was like one of their main things, everything's TV entertainment. Yeah, and with
1: connects and all that. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. So the fact that Sony, Sony didn't do the whole show about it, of course, no. but the fact that it even felt the need to include the TV stuff was baffling to me. Yeah. Um, I, I was at the E3 experience, and people were bored—just bored. No one, <laughs> no one gave a crap. No one cared about this whole powers series. And you know, I'm, I'm not against it. Obviously, I mean, it's yeah. good that there are more entertainment options for PS4 uh, gamers, especially yeah. since Xbox is a little ahead in that area. But yeah. no one goes to E3 to hear about a new TV series. That's what commercials are for, okay? Or people go to, <laughs> exactly. People go to E3 to hear about the new games. Yes. So the fact that they even bothered to include that just baffles me. Um, but there it is. It, it was really slow. When I think when they moved to Ratchet and Clank, it yeah. picked up again because people are interested in Ratchet and Clank. That, yes. That's that's actually at least that's gaming related, and they announced the new um, remake of the first Ratchet and Clank game exactly. there. So It picked up a little there once they started getting back to gaming, Mm -hmm. um, even if it was still TV-related. But the fact that Powers had absolutely nothing to do with gaming whatsoever, nothing whatsoever, so no one cared. And it was a mistake for them to include that.
1: I agree. Yeah, we agree with that. But how do you feel, Ben? Do you disagree with that at all? Anything you want to add?
0: I I agree in a way. I I don't think E3 is the place for TV.
1: Mm. Uh, Yeah.
0: But it was nice to hear about the fact that it was free for Plus members. That was a nice little surprise.
1: Yeah, and as I said, it's, um, I'm sure it's going to interest some people. When it actually comes out, people are going to be, oh, wow, yeah, but, you know, this is actually really cool. I just, yeah, I, th- I think it just at the time, maybe it just slowed things down a bit. But yeah, uh, no doubt when it comes around, when it actually comes out and everything, I mean, PS Plus and everything, anything more for PS Plus is great. And um, yeah, so I-, I agree with that, definitely. Um uh, ben, uh, did you have um, me and Glenn kind of like chew the fat there for a bit? Do, do you have any personal highlights at all? Anything, anything you want to add about um, um, the conference itself?
0: To be honest, I was half asleep. I think about halfway through the conference due <laughs> to how yeah. late it was.
1: Yeah, it, just for you, those of you who don't know, it started at two a.m. for those of us in the UK. So yeah, yeah, Ben wasn't. It's not as if Ben was bored by it or anything. No, he had no, a reason no. to be asleep. It, it was just,
0: it was just very late.
1: Yeah. Uh, Uh, um, I'm guessing you loved Uncharted, though, didn't you? Oh,
0: yeah, I loved Uncharted. Hell, yeah. And Dead Island 2 got me excited as well.
1: Yes, Dead Island 2. That was another great surprise. That was a bloody great trailer. Uh, Glenn, uh, what what did you just um, say there, mate?
2: The um, Uncharted has, of course, drummed up a lot of controversy because, obviously, every time a console gets something great, there are two other sides trying to downplay it. Um, Uh, And... Xbox, not so much but all the PC gamers all of a sudden have showed up and been like, oh it's all it's all fake it's all um, just pre-rendered and, and all of this stuff and uh, PCs yeah. can do of course the whole, buy a PC PCs can do this and blah, blah, blah. Oh
1: yeah, you, you always get the PC elitist doing that, you really do It is it really does get on my tits sometimes
2: <laughs> See, I've never heard that phrase used before but I'm definitely going to use it from now on um, have you heard
0: the the master <laughs> race phrase?
2: Yes, uh, all the time. But the thing about it is it it's it's really ridiculous. And um we have received confirmation from Corin Yu of Naughty Dog, um that this is indeed uh, game footage from the game from a level in the game. Um It's actually used... a
1: level in the game, then. they said yeah, a- yeah.
2: Actually wow. a level in the game captured using a single PS4. Um Brilliant. In addition to that, Eurogamer has actually taken a look at it and found little graphical cues that it is in fact running in 1080p at 60 frames per second, and that it is actually in-game footage and not pre-rendered CGI at all. Um, so this means that Uncharted 4, as we've seen it, will be every bit as glorious as it looked um, on, at the E3 trailer.
1: Well, that's um, that speaks volume. That does. For, that... for
0: comparison, the first, <laughs> the Last of Us trailer was running on eight PS3s. I was
1: mm-hmm. going to say the Last of Us trailer because that there was. Um, yeah. I remember people saying, you know, is this in game or is this not? Is this CGI or what? So um, that was running on three. What, uh, sorry, eight. Did you say? Yeah, eight, eight PS3s. PS3s.
0: And Uncharted Three was running on four, and rightly.
2: Holy crap!
1: So
0: this <laughs> running on one PS4.
2: So yeah. Wow. And it it's ridiculous <laughs> absolutely ridiculous graphics like you okay. can see you can see so much detail and after the um yeah. in the post e3 show mm-hmm. for the playstation 3 experience they talked to um neil and bruce of naughty dog yeah and they were talking about the detail that they put into it you they actually studied the way um the skin moves so if you take a look at that trailer you can see uh Nathan, he's lying face down in the sand and then he kinda grimaces. Yeah. And as he grimaces, you can see kind of the skin roll across his face very naturally like it would in real life. Like yeah. they pay the, they really paint and um when the blood moves away from his face like a bruise, his skin changes color and it, it's all just really amazing. No, it is really yeah.
1: It's incredible. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's um like you said, when he um he kinda like grimaces a bit and you see the um uh, you see, like wrinkles form. It's kind of like the side of his eyes. You know, when you smile or something like that, or pull a face, and you, know, you get those like subtle wrinkles on the side of your face. Or at least I do <laughs> because I'm getting old. I'm thirty, <laughs> so yeah. that was um, I noticed that. And also, I noticed that um, because of the more detail and stuff, I know that the game is set a few years after. But um, but first, one of the first things I noticed is he looks older. I don't know if anyone anyone else felt that. He definitely looks older. Maybe, if, whether or not that's um, that's because of the time difference, or simply because he's that much more detailed. But he definitely looks older. Uh, ben, did you feel that at all?
2: Uh,
1: ben?
0: Uh, from what I can tell, oh sorry. Uh, from what <laughs> sorry. I can tell, um,
1: Ben just went away forever to play play a bit of Destiny, Ben. <laughs> uh,
0: from what I can tell, it's three or four years older in this new game compared to the um, what he used to be. All oh, right. So that's why he's. I think he's in his. Late thirties now.
1: right. Oh, I can never really place how old he was. To me, how old was he supposed to be? Like from the beginning.
0: I thought he was in Uncharted One. He was in his late twenties. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uncharted
0: Two, early thirties. Uncharted Three, mid thirties.
1: Thirties, you know. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just actually quickly, because I think I think Uncharted Four deserves a bit more scrutiny. Um, the uh, from what we gather, I mean, he's on a. It looks like he's marooned on an island or or something. You know, he goes into a jungle and stuff, but then we see the um. Oh, you know, honestly, I can't believe I can't remember the damn word for it. The, um, you know, the little cages that the uh, pirate skeletons are inside. I know, is it, well, what they call it, is it gibbets or something? Or am I just completely wrong?
0: Uh, I'm not sure what you Yeah, you're sorry, saying. I probably
1: sound like a complete idiot saying <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you guys know what I mean. You know, the cages that they, they are basically, be, that pirates used to, or or um, or for, I think they actually were did. They used to hang pirates in these cages as a warning to other people. And there's, like, a load of them hanging up and stuff. This is, and that ties in what we've heard about the game, because it's meant to be about... Uh, pirates' treasure, and if you remember the original trailer for it, the first because this is the second trailer technically, the first one alluded to kind of like a pirate theme, and I don't know why, but I love pirates and stuff. Maybe it's just because Black Flag, I love that so much, but I I like pirates in general, and I think this story, this the way it's going, the fact that it's set in a lush kind of jungle setting. I don't know why, but that really appeals to me because I love the locations in the first game. And if you remember in the first game, you start, you did um, go into this jungle kind of region for a bit. You had the temple at the beginning. Uh, you actually had to navigate. You came out of that and you found the submarine sort of on the outskirts and all that kind of stuff. So I like the way this is going. I felt in some of the other Uncharted games, it got a bit too urban for me, which is funny actually because the uh, a lot of the earlier Tomb Raider games as well, they actually skewed some of the tombs for urban locations and that's one of the problems i had so i'm glad that they they seem to be going back to this kind of more indiana jones setting like more trop- more extravagant tropical kind of setting so that really appeals to me um so uh, ben did you uh, do you like the way the story's going so far from what yeah. they, you know?
0: Yeah, but we don't know if they're going to. They know that it's going to be globe trotting. You're not just going to be in that jungle. Oh
1: no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I'm absolutely right. It's some um, globe So yeah, that's for all we know, that could only be like the you know, it could be like a ten minute section. But yeah, <laughs> globe trotting though, man. That's um, that's always the best. That is because um, uh, a lot of good adventure games do that.
0: I agree. I hope there's not too much in the as much as I liked. I- I'm not going to say they look bad. I loved the look of the urban cities.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah.
0: I would prefer it be more sort of foresty and deserty and
1: yeah yeah I, i you're you're on the same page as me yeah yeah that's not yeah i should clarify i do um they were the locations the more urban locations did look great in the other games definitely and they were you know they're still really fun it's just i when it's just i just think uncharted performs best when it's in those tomb kind of locations inspired like indiana jones and all that kind of stuff so yeah i'm really looking forward to seeing that um moving away from uncharted obviously we had dead island 2 there um This is interesting because obviously you had Dead Island 1 and you had Dead Island Riptide, which pretty much that really felt kind of like a stopgap actually. And I know it wasn't that well received. So this game presumably has been in the works for a while. I mean, it's not, it's developed by, uh, I think, is it Jaeger? Because it's not by, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is Jaeger. It's not not being worked on by um, Techland, uh, who did the original game. So um, I'm guessing this has been in the works for a while, but the trailer was typical um dead island um you know i had the guy in california you know listen to his um mp3 player or whatever you know going for his jog and obviously he can't hear because he's got his music on and all around the outbreak is happening there's people getting taken down and stuff by zombies mean, he's he's been bitten you see he's been bitten when he starts off running and he gradually turns into a zombie <laughs> so that was great um and we mentioned the last of us there guys and we got a release date for that finally july 29th and
0: uh, before we leave dead island First yeah. of all, nice work for... on that motion capture, there, Mike. I could totally believe that was you in that Dead Island.
1: Oh, thanks. Yeah, I um, yeah, I, 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 I they paid for that trip down to California, and I got to. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm a bit bigger than that guy, though. But yeah, you really yeah, they had
0: to turn it down. Yeah, you know, they didn't want to scare the zombies too much.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, I would have just um, yeah, just picked them up and thrown them everywhere. But yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: and secondly, <laughs> yes. uh, it's been confirmed. There's eight-player co-op. So of
1: course, that, shit. Yeah, I forgot that. Yeah, um, is that is that drop in, drop out, or
0: I I don't. That's all I know. So, alright,
1: oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Um, I, I don't, I'm playing much of your Dead Island games. Um, I'm
0: cool. still I'm still annoyed with Riptide, to be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, I've got Riptide down there. My brother got. Um, he works in the industry and he got a promo copy. of oh, no, jealous!
0: <laughs> yeah. I he got all the trophies, but the game glitched. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, uh, it says I don't have all the collectibles. It says I'm missing one but when you check your items list, it has all of them oh, there.
1: Oh, that sucks, man. So that sucks, I'd be burned.
0: <laughs> I can't be bummed going through the whole game to get all the collectibles again, just
1: yeah, to, to guess course. which one I missed. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Um, I can't remember. Oh yeah, uh, The Last of Us, we've got a release date for that now. The uh, Last of Us Remastered, July 29th. Um, According to an ad on UK sites, it's August first in the UK. So I thought it was a worldwide release, but it's um, obviously it's out like two, three days later from America, which is the usual case. So I'm guessing it'll be a Tuesday in America and a Friday over here. But um, obviously, they showed a trailer, spoiler heavy, but you know, uh, you know, I played the game, so I I totally lap that up. I um, yeah, I'm reviewing the game for PSU. I can't wait to play this again. I've actually waited a year almost actually no it has been a year since i played the original the only time i played it is when it came out so i've only been through it once i cannot wait to go through this again ben i know that you are absolutely getting this game aren't you the ps4 version
0: yeah but i don't know if i'll get it on day one
1: day one okay cool you're looking forward to playing it again though right? oh
0: yeah i'm looking forward to playing it again i'd never finished it the- originally so
1: oh wow you're in for front of- yeah i i finished the original but i haven't played left behind so this is going to be this is going to be a treat for me um the dlc of course so um
0: it all that... depends on the game that comes out the week before whether uh, i'm still busy with that because oh, i can't wait for it
1: oh sorry what i'm being stupid what game is out uh week
0: new and tasty
1: oh odd world sweet yeah, yeah cool, yeah nice yeah and, and that's obviously another game that was shown there that's um yeah. the uh remake of um odd world um abe's odyssey uh, which that's...
0: is what I, i'll be reviewing that so
1: Oh wicked, great. Well there we go. There's two games to look out for. Um PS Um back to the uh conference. We um I'm just trying to say there's so much shown there. We had obviously like I said, we had the order there, little big planet free we've covered. Um we um in- it's interesting, um that um I think I brought this up in the chat actually, Ben, in the week, that they didn't show Drive Club there, which uh, shocked a lot of people. But you um I was I think it was you. Do you had an ex uh, a re- uh, you had an explanation for this, didn't you? Or what you think that was? Um,
0: From what I can tell, North America, though it's a big car community, is not as big as Europe or Japan. Yeah, so, so they're especially more especially into... Europe. Yeah, where...
1: they're big on their motors,
0: aren't they? <laughs> so yeah. I think we're gonna either see a new trailer at Gamescom, yeah, or a huge sort of blowout at Tokyo Game Show because it will be right before the release of the game, pretty yeah, much.
1: They've got to, um, they've got to show it off again, haven't they? One last yeah. kind of hurrah, definitely, because it's a big game for them, um, yeah. yeah, and um, I suppose that's partly why they didn't reveal a new Gran Turismo game, because that would have taken away the hype for that. I think we all, um, we mentioned that in the chat as well. Um, but that was just rumour anyway. Um,
0: well, DriveClub nearly had the Gran Turismo title at one point. Of
1: course, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, damn! <laughs> I got to watch you, man. <laughs> all your knowledge and stuff. <laughs> um move on to third party stuff um we got um another uh, demo of assassin's creed unity this was a single player um which uh the co-op one was on i think that was in the ubisoft or the xbox press conference, conference i can't remember which one but this was um um obviously the game looks stu- graphically it looks amazing um i don't know whether or not it's going to win over anyone who doesn't like assassin's creed in particular so we'll just have to see but um metal gives something five though that had a fantastic trailer. Um, that that game looks really good in terms of graphics and just the um the scale of the game as well and you know they confirm that you can now use um uh you can in in the multiplayer you can like manage your own base and you can infiltrate another's base as well and there's um you obviously have the mother base in the main game and it's actually a physical uh, it's it, it's represented physically now it's not just like this off kind of like off site thing you can actually you know you go there you can customize it and actually I think they said you actually build it yourself so, um, I mean, apart from that, it's Metal Gear Solid, you know. I love Ground I thought Ground Zero was good. I can't wait for this game. Um, ben, what did you think of Phantom Pain?
0: I, I kind of reported all of that news about two years ago when they were written up. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, Kojima <laughs> said they were talking about doing a Eurogamer about two and a half years ago about having its own base, having all customizable stuff.
1: Oh, right. What um, is that? So that pretty much everything yeah. you said is um, is happening.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: Great. Um, so, do you um do you think the um what do you think of the open world? Do you think that's going to really um make a difference with Metal Gear Solid? Are you looking forward to it?
0: It's not going to be open like people seem to think it's going to be. It's not. It's not going to yeah. be your Skyrim. Your uh, yeah. Borderlands. It's going to be pretty much.
1: It's going to be bigger than Ground Zero is obviously. The only
0: way to describe yeah, pretty much Ground Zero. It's pretty much you've got the base and then you can work out your way into each bit.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. There's just more of them, isn't there obviously. Yeah,
0: yeah it'd be more you'll be able to yeah. use your helicopter to go from different base to base and all that yeah. lot. All right. Um, there'll yeah. still be a, it'll, it'll still be connected by story. Yeah. It'll, it'll still be linear in a way.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean, yeah.
0: But people um, seem to think when Kojima's saying open world that they're thinking skyrim and
1: yeah i don't think i was right. i i didn't think it would be skyrim scale at all but um yeah obviously um you've got um you can ride around on horseback as well in this can't you
0: yeah which will be i uh, look forward to that to be honest
1: yeah that looks good um also um it was sort of i think we should move away slightly from a conference now I and mean, the uh obviously the overall i thought they did a great job there definitely um uh i think um it's interesting when you compare Microsoft and Sony. I think Microsoft did a good job as well. You know, They were definitely more focused on games. Uh, Sony again, they delivered the goods on the games. They did lag in the middle and obviously was people complaining about The Last Guardian not being there and stuff but, but um, that was... Um, I don't really think that was ever on the cards and um, Ben, obviously you said to me um, a few times that you reckon TGS will be The Last Guardian's time.
0: Yes, I agree and yeah uh, he they've also um uh, yoshida have also has also said that they haven't cancelled it yeah and if they had cancelled it they would have told everyone. us
1: yeah so. excellent yeah well there we go and he was another i think it was scott roadie said that it's uh it simply wasn't ready to be shown um obviously we've heard that many times before but there we go it's still it's still a thing whatever you want to call it it exists um uh, outside of the conferences though um we had there's obviously a lot there was a lot else going on we had um you know, you had all your third parties and stuff. We we covered a lot of games. You know, our guys on the sh- on the show floor, um, Carl, uh, uh, Jonathan and Will and Ernest. I knew I missed someone out before. Will, sorry, Will. Jeez, Will Robinson. Yeah, top bloke. Um, we uh, we also covered things like we, we had some hands on with Destiny. Now, um, especially uh, Destiny. That's um quite a hot topic at the moment because um, well, Ben, actually, you want to talk about? Why don't you talk about a bit bit about Destiny? Because what did they announce there?
0: <laughs> uh they announced the alpha which is uh oh, I've been playing the alpha constantly since I got a code which arrived Thursday afternoon. Excellent. Um I'm level 8 I've pretty much got all my armor on on uncommon at slash rare. Um I've played it too much to be honest. I don't really touch PVP because I'm not a PVP fan anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, just been loving the P V. I I love the fact that a raid is so ridiculously hard. Oh, okay. Um, right. It's a level 6 raid but even in the alphas max levels eight uh-huh. if you're maxed out you'll still have trouble wow it, it, it's it can pretty much one shot you it's ridiculous
1: oh well, damn <laughs> but it's
0: so much fun trying to beat it when you do beat it you feel accomplished
1: wicked yeah. man and when is that actually the full game out is that september
0: september yes
1: yeah cool well this is uh this is going to be a massive game obviously Destiny. I... um isn't it
0: <clears throat> yes it is
1: yeah um, it's a very ambitious looking game and obviously it's uh, by Bungie who made um, previously worked on Halo. Um, I take it you're getting this day one.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I pre-ordered it a long time ago.
1: Excellent. Are they doing a collector's edition or anything for it? Or... Uh,
0: there's been no collector's edition announced yet which is kind of sucky, but there is a pre-order bonus. Uh, you get it? a special speed of your pre-order. Sweet, um, man. Also, you. you can add trading cards to your account which we don't know what they do yet.
2: Uh-huh. But the
0: trading cards are uh, what's your hit? Reusable. Uh-huh. So if you look online, you can find the codes pretty much anywhere. There's 17 codes right now. Okay. Just put those, go on, log into your Bungie account, put those codes, and whenever the game comes out, well, September, you'll get some bonus content.
1: Wicked, man. And um, while we're talking about shooters, um, we've also got Battlefield um, Hardline. Now, that's actually um, that's up and running now for... Um, is it the um, open beta, is it, I guess? It's uh, called? Closed beta. Co- sorry, closed beta, yeah, sorry. As you, you could probably tell, I, I don't participate in many of these things. <laughs> Ben's a go-to guy on this. Um, but yeah, that's um, this is the new Battlefield game. It's kind of like a cops and robbers thing, isn't it, from what I gather?
0: Uh, yep.
1: Yeah, and um, this is... Um, have you um, participated in that, Ben? Uh,
0: a little bit. Not as much as I should, mainly because of... The fact that Destiny ends Sunday, but Battlefield ends on Wednesday. So,
1: ah, oh, well, there we go. Yeah, and this was um, this was obviously um, this is um, one of EA's um, big games um at the show alongside um, Dragon Age, uh, Inquisition. Uh, that's shaping up really well. Um, also, the um, an interesting kind of tidbit or t- actually tease, I should say, uh, from the EA conference was um, the new massive game, but um, it was w- uh, what it was. It wasn't really a conventional. Sorry, excuse me. A bit tired. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm to set you off now. Chain reaction. <laughs> it's very hot here for people who are wondering. It is very hot, and it makes people very drowsy. So we apologise. Um, it, uh, yeah, but um, Mass Effect Four was teased. It was basically the development team talking about where, where they want to take it and their ambition. Their kind of like plans for the next game. But we did get to see some concept art. Uh, there was a Krogan at the end of the video as well, and they also talked a bit about their new IP. So Mass Effect Four is obviously. Um, deep in development now um i wouldn't even like to guess when we're going to see it i mean i have no idea some people said it would be there properly this year but maybe a proper teaser trailer (laughs) but no (laughs) um well actually okay i reckon we'll see it up and running in some form whether it's a small teaser probably um i'm guessing early next year i don't think we'll see it this year ben do you reckon we'll see it this year at all
0: we'll see a proper trailer playable in-game trailer e3 next
1: year e3 next there we go so yeah um we'll, we'll see um We'll see what happens we'll with that. We'll
0: see a teaser trailer before then on, uh, what's it? I think it's March 7th.
1: So, wow, th- very specific. What happens March 7th?
0: Because it's N7 day.
1: Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, oh no, that's
0: November, isn't it? Sorry. No, it's
1: November, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, not March. Well, yeah. um, that will be M 7 And we'll probably see one. I think we'll see a teaser trailer in November this year.
1: Yeah, I was thinking maybe something at the Spike Video Game Awards.
0: No, I think they'll save it for their day. Yeah, I
1: suppose it makes sense. They're having their own dedicated day, yeah. Um,
0: They used to do stuff like for the Mass Effect multiplayer and the Mass Effect 2. So, being the fact that multiplayer isn't played anymore, really, chances are they'll use it as a way to advertise. Yeah, good point. Number four.
1: Cool. And um, Yeah, well, needless to say, I'm looking forward to Mass Effect um, 4, as I'm sure everyone else is. Um, We still actually don't know if it's a prequel or sequel yet, but... Um, we know that the obviously familiar races are coming back as well, although that was pretty much a given, but um and a few nods to what happened in Shepherd's story. But yeah, this is gonna be its own new thing. Start of the rumors it's gonna be the start of the new trilogy. Um but we'll see how that turns out. I just can't wait to see what they do really. Um,
0: there's gonna be cameos from some of old Shepherd's teammates.
1: That would be great. I'd love to see Garrison all those lot again. That would be great. Um Yeah, so uh I'm just trying to think about, um, but we've obviously had EA so Ubisoft's press or Ubisoft, however do you want to pronounce it? That was quite interesting because they had the, uh, they had that, um, oh, I, I feel terrible not knowing her name. Is it uh, Ashley? Aisha, sure or something? Aisha
0: Taylor. Yeah. She, yeah. Uh, she was,
1: um, yeah, she was, uh, well, interesting, I guess you could say very, um, exuberant and, um. Some people found it a bit cringe worthy. I hadn't actually watched her before, so I, I thought she was quite interesting to see. Um, she's a massive gamer by all accounts, so you know, anyone who's enthusiastic about games is good you know, that's a that's always good 'cause let's say they had some br- they've had some really, really bad presenters in the past, um Ubisoft has and, and indeed other companies as well. So this was um, this was this is at least um uh, it was it was different, you know. I mean, I don't like the fact that they seem to always want to swear all the time. I don't think there's any need to do that. It just it's like they're going, oh yeah, we're down with the kids, man. Listen, we can throw an f bomb here and say shit and all this stuff. You know, I don't think there's any need to do that to kind of accentuate what they're trying to say. In fact, if if anything, it takes it, it kind of downplays it a bit but it was good They they had some good fun and i liked um you know the, the division especially looks really really good um that's not out till next year now though obviously uh, i don't think anyone expected it to be this year anyway that's looking good um uh more third parties um another another big one actually that had a lot of presence at the sony commons was batman arkham knight uh and if you have it to out already this was our game of the show um I've um, I haven't played many Batga- uh, Batman games. I've uh, only um, Arkham Asylum, but it was great. Um, this is um, Ben. I know you're a big Batman fan. You must be salivating over this.
0: Sorry, I can't respond to you right now. I'm too busy throwing money at the screen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That answers it. Yeah, um, we preview this as well. And Carl, um, I believe Carl did, and he said uh, he described the uh, Batman Bill as an indispensable tool in the Dark Knight's. Um, kind of like lineup of um tools and weapons so this is um you know this is a whole kind of um it's a a new chapter in the um in terms of the gameplay and stuff it's um you you can call on it whenever you want it's going to be a great tool uh, you know adds a whole new dimension to the basic gameplay by all accounts and the um the game itself looks great i mean the graphics look fantastic it's very dull and gloomy obviously gotham city but it's um it looks fantastic it still looks brilliant though and uh yeah, I mean, it's. I think this is, um, you know, superhero games, they've always had a bad reputation until the Arkham series came along. I know there was a kind of... Uh, people perhaps thought that maybe Origins was a bit of a misfire. It was developed by another studio. I think it was Warner Brothers Montreal, uh, not Rocksteady, but now Rocksteady are back at the helm, and they're really going on out for this, because this is the last... I don't know if it's the last Batman game. It's certainly their last Batman game, if not the last Batman game of, of that series, so... Yeah, this is um this is now out in two thousand fifteen. This was our game of the show. And, by the um, way, well, yeah.
0: just a quick off I know this is not brief really about Batman but That no, was cool, I was pretty much uh, done. The reason why I bought Batman Arkham City was a couple of years ago at Eurogamer Expo.
1: Yeah a
0: woman called Sarah Wellock, lovely woman, I talk to her on Twitter occasionally. Yeah. Uh, she showed off Batman for Rocksteady because she was working with Rocksteady at the time. Uh uh-huh. Hence why I've got the collectors just Arkham City soundtracks and stuff like that. Um, oh cool! Yeah, I've got the. Um, what's it, the, record, the one that you use for the master recording. Oh, wicked! Um. Anyway, enough about that. Um, the reason why I played because I watched her playing thought, Oh, that looks amazing!
2: Uh-huh. Uh, I
0: bought. I pre-ordered Arkham City straight away. Uh, <laughs> and what was amazing was seeing uh, during E3 her yeah. on stage uh, during the Little Big Planet three <sighs> showing.
1: Of, oh right. Oh, yeah, because there were a couple of people on stage, weren't yeah. there? Yeah, yeah, of course. She was had, the
0: one yeah. on the left.
1: Oh, right, yeah, because they had a four player co op, didn't they? I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow.
0: So, yeah, I thought, oh, my God, that's amazing.
1: Oh, that must have been pretty cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. She was, supposedly she was really nervous about it, but I would be too, to be honest. You're oh, on right. stage at E3.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Speaking yeah. of our nerves, I bet um Sean, uh, I think it's Sean Layden, the new um, president of. Uh, sony america obviously was um jack tretton's successor he was i thought he actually did a good job he was um i think you could tell he was you could tell he was nervous i think in some way but um the way he carried himself but he was still i think he did a really good job but he was he seemed quite enthusiastic i just think i just think it's a shame that he was kind of like lumber with some of the middle entertainment stuff and he didn't get to talk as much about games um he obviously did talk about games but he did have that kind of his uh Apparently, um, this was a um, take this with a grain of salt, by the way, guys. But there's meant there was a a rumor going around that they actually cut a major reveal out of that conference, and they extended his um speech, which is why it was quite long. I don't know if that was true or not. Again, take it with a pinch of salt. But there we go. But yeah, I just um, it's a shame that he kind of got bogged down with some of, some of the more, for lack of a better term, some of the more boring aspects of the conference but i thought he did a great job and he seems like a cool guy actually and it was still cool to see tretton you know adding his two pence um on uh i think it was spike tv they were talking to him and a couple of other guys as well i think there was a journalist from kotaku there and a few other things so that was cool um
0: it was probably sony's way of having uh, like a frat into it yeah when a, you know, when a new person joins like a frat pie yeah <laughs> You must stand and talk boring stuff at E3 then. Yeah, the initi- Only then.
1: Yeah, the initiation <laughs> ceremony. <laughs> yeah, that was, um, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Only then may you join us join at the us. round
1: table. <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. The initiation ceremony, yes. Boredom, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's... Uh, and, of course, you had um, Andrew House there and I'm sure he it It was... Um, uh, overall, I thought we... Um, I thought they did a really good job of that, um, but there's so there's just so many games to, um, to discuss <laughs> with um, what was going on there and anything. I think uh, the guys definitely saw a lot of great stuff there, though. And um, like I said, all our impressions are up on the site, so you should definitely go and check them out. Um, we got to, yeah, we we went hands on uh, hands on with Batman and Destiny, uh, the new Killzone DLC as well, which Carl which by all accounts is really good. And somebody is, um, sounds like they're washing up. Um, that's probably Glenn. <laughs> um, cause I can hear some cutlery and plates moving around. All, that's what it sounds like anyway. Um, but yeah, guys, so remember if you haven't checked, if you haven't checked those out, um, do so. Um, I will just have a quick brief intermission. Well, not really intermission away from E3 at least because we, despite all the madness of E3, we did find time to get a few reviews up, uh, or at least one from what I remember. Um the first one was all oh, June ah t- oh, yes we had two reviews go up this week. Uh first one was um Entwined. Uh this was by Tim Noon. So we actually got this code the uh literally just after they announced that the game was coming out. Um he gave us a 9 out of 10. Um this is um on PS4 um reviewed on the 10th. Um he summarized uh Actually, there is no, oh, there's no summary paragraph there. Um, okay, so I'll just read out the, uh, the light of the pros and cons. He liked the wonderful philosophical undertones, uh, vivacious colours, uh, living vicariously through opposing creatures. However, he disliked uh, some similar colour um, colours between collectibles and environment. I'm guessing that's a bit confusing. And the fact that the experience is over too quickly. Um, since we don't have a summary paragraph there, however, I will read out his closing comments. Uh, it blessed me with the warm piece of creating a connection between two um, two very unlike entities and seeing their glorious union fly higher than either could on their own. The message is brief but everlasting. Uh, I understand this is quite a polarizing game because I saw a 4 out of 10 for this. Um, yeah, uh, it's interesting. You, um, If you go in concepts, uh, concepts, co- uh, the comments section, apparently this is sitting at 64 um, on... Uh, review average, so yeah, uh, this is quite a polarising game, apparently, but there we go. Uh, the other review up is... Yeah, I uh, wouldn't actually...
0: give it a 9.
1: No. Um, uh, what did you... What would you have given it, actually? Probably a 7. 7. What's it actually about? For those of you who don't know... Um, actually, for those of us who don't know, what's it actually about? It looks like Flower or something. Or it's, it's pretty or...
0: much like those games, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, it's very confusing to control, because you control what... One, the goldfish with your left hand stick... Yeah. And control your bird swan thing with your right analog stick. Yeah. So you sort of got to sort of control both at the same time. Uh-huh. Uh It's very confusing. Um, but my game seems very glitched.
1: Oh right, I see. I
0: have no sound effect or music.
1: Ouch! <laughs> it happens.
0: is the silent version.
1: Silent version. <laughs> oh cool. I,
0: I have to make my own music as I but I was streaming it and like, "There's no music." I'm like, "Oh, oh yes, yeah, so I, so I." sort of mumbling to myself and pretending to sing <laughs> um so yeah the the silent version with ben acoustics it's not go. a very good version
1: exclusive ben <laughs> acoustics pick it up now <laughs> uh but the next review uh Final one this is by um some hack called mike Harlands. um heard of him at all ben i don't know i there. heard
0: he once bench pressed the, the world
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yes um uh, this is um Ultra Street Fighter Four review. Um I called it the definitive version of Capcom's Seminal beat 'em up. I gave it an eight point five. Uh this was an interesting review because I haven't actually really played Street Fighter Four that much So I actually uh I had to have a kind of a crash course in this with the uh arcade edition and then obviously I had the add on ultra edition. So I had quite a bit to learn. So I, I did my best with what I could, but I wanted that challenge and I really want to get back into Street Fighter. Uh, I summarise. Ultra Street Fighter 4 refines Capcom's celebrated Broadway 2 of an inch of its life with some great additions, making it a must-have for any hardcore fan. I liked the fact that the new characters are great. Uh, the balance tweaks and various additions deepen the game's combat system, which is already pretty good as it is. And the fact that it's the most substantial Street Fighter 4 update yet. However, I dislike the very the fact that various content is, re- is reused from Street Fighter across Tekken, which is the stages and indeed some of the characters. Um, and the fact that casual fans may not appreciate some of the more subtle additions, because... Um, a lot of the um, kind of like the the balance tweaks, for example, and some of the things they're very. Unless you're really familiar with this game and you know like your characters, like for example, if you pick Rio, um, if you're really intimate with, um, with that character, you will know every inch of his moves and all that kind of stuff, all the subtle details. But if you're not, you might not appreciate what they've done. But um, the other stuff, like the ultra combos, you can now pick two of them if you want instead of one. You have a delayed um, get up move, and you now have a red focus attack, which means you can absorb more damage and then counter. All of that kind of stuff is really good. It all basically, it deepens the strategic value of the gameplay, which in a game like Street Fighter, which is already pretty comprehensive, it's really good. Um, I I really liked it. Um, Like I said, I gave us a 8.5 out of 10. Uh, Surprise, surprise, there are people um, disagreeing with this um, in the comment section. Uh, What just went until they uh, make the remastered edition on PS4 with even more bullshit in it, and some guy said, yeah, I agree on that. Um, Well, I wouldn't be surprised if there is one for PS4, and you know what? I would buy it. I'd get rid of the PS4 release, and I would buy it on PS4 because I I enjoyed it. It's you can easily, you know, the thing is you can easily um, have a go at Capcom for milking it, and they have milked it. There's no doubt about that. But the thing about Street Fighter is, and, even, and this is even from a relative, um, I'm not I'm not a newbie, but I am kind of a, a more casual fan. Even from this my point of view, a casual observer, is that these games are very. Um, they're hardcore it, it, they're very they encapsulate the hardcore fighting game community. They are very, very, they're, they're built on a, um, a fan base that have played these games since day one. They know all the intricacies of the combat system. They play competitively and these games, these, um, these kind of like incremental updates, they, they're worth it for people who appreciate the finer details of these games. They are worth it for those kind of people because they, they study all the moves they know the, the, the very the intricacies of their characters, and all these things subtle as they are, they make a difference so I can see why Capcom does this because it caters to that kind of fan base. casual fans maybe not, but even I learned to appreciate that, so I think before you write them off, you should probably um realize what it is that they're doing and just um, you know realize that they are actually they are making quite a difference but at the same time it does make me wonder why they couldn't have added some of they could have instead of making four versions of the game they could have cut it down to two for example but there's definitely there is when you dig deep and uh, try and get get more into the characters and understand the systems you f- actually find there's quite a lot in there but at the same time yeah maybe with Street Fighter 5 they could only cut it they might cut it down to two instead of Milking it for four, but there we go. I'm um, sorry if I went on a bit too much. I, there,
0: I, I think I thought of the the name for the PS4 edition.
1: Yeah,
0: Ultra Super Street Fighter 4 Turbo Arcade Remix. Okay, okay, no,
2: <laughs> no, that sounds too much like that stupid Dead Rising thing that I hate.
0: Well, yeah. we've also already got Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Championship Edition. This should,
1: yeah. God knows what else. Oh, and welcome back, by the way, Clay.
0: Welcome back. Thank you.
1: Yeah, Glenn didn't slip into a coma there, guys. So he had to go away for a bit.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've returned. I've yeah. woken
1: up. Cool. Uh, well, um, Glenn, we were discussing uh, quite a myriad of things, actually, while you were away. We were talking about some of the third-party stuff like Batman, um, Assassin's Creed and everything. Um, I'm just curious, what, um, what third-party games stood out for you? Uh, me and Ben have already chewed the fat on this, so we'll let you take the mic for a bit. Um, for example, Batman, Assassin's Creed, what did you think of those?
2: Um, Assassin's Creed, to me, I um, didn't yeah,
1: yeah, I, I just remembered, yeah, Assassin's Creed is a no go for you.
2: <laughs> didn't just did not care one bit.
1: Okay. Um
2: as for Batman, I thought Batman looked ridiculous. That game that game looks amazing. Yeah. Um and let's see, what else? I'm trying to remember what else was shown. Metal Gear Solid Five was there. Okay, Metal Gear Solid Five, oh, that right. looks good. <laughs> Okay, Far Cry 4 looks really amazing, actually. I haven't played Far Cry before. I haven't played any
1: of them. Neither have I. I'm glad that I'm not the only one, actually. Um, I really need to make that jump, um, to be honest. Well, yeah. Sorry, Ben, what was that?
0: Well, to be honest, with this new version, you guys will be able to make the jump without purchasing it because you can have your, invite your friends to play the co-op game without them having the game.
1: Oh yeah, that yeah. that was amazing. Oh. That was really really cool. That was a no, I did not see that coming, I and mean, by the sound of the applause in the um, auditorium, I don't think anyone else saw that coming either. That 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 really is cool.
2: All of that was great, but I was more interested in the game because the villain looks really intriguing. Like this is my favorite kind of villain to have, and um, rocking the purple pimp suit. <laughs> Not even the purple. Just just the way his uh, his attitude is, and, and just the way he acts, just the way he uh, talks. Um, it, it makes for a really engaging villain, and um, I'm really excited to see what comes of it. Um, I, you... I I always why? love when there's a. I always love when there's really interesting characters because that really drives the game. So um,
1: yeah um i think ben was going to say something there ben what was that mate uh,
2: far cry 3 had a
0: really interesting villain as well glenn
2: okay i haven't played far cry 3 so yeah. i know nothing about any of that yeah but this this looks really good yes it does
1: ben was that Vass at all is that his name
0: yeah that was yeah. it though there was someone else as well if i'm rightly but vas was the main sort of
1: yeah he's the guy with the gun to yeah. his head on the box side isn't he yeah something like that yeah cool yeah um actually ben it's a, ben um as far as me and clan are concerned do you reckon um do you reckon we should buy far cry 3 still or just wait for four uh
0: i'd recommend buying the the collection
1: of course yeah you've got one two and three haven't you
0: yeah and blood dragon
1: blood dragon yeah that's a bloody good idea. is that that's ps3 isn't it yeah
0: it's ps3
1: cool wicked um yeah um, obviously far cry 4 um, took uh, that was quite um that had a big showcase as well um i think we've um we've covered actually quite a lot of games actually um but what's interesting, um, how do you guys um, reckon Sony did compared to um, Microsoft and Nintendo, if, we compare, if we're comparing them? Because Nintendo, um, you know, you can say, you know, obviously they've had a bit of a bumpy ride lately, but I think Nint- Nintendo actually did pretty good with what they had. They they did pull out some big guns for the show. Um, but, um, uh, I mean, you had the new Zelda, you had a Star Fox... Uh, there was a, a Mario Maker... Uh, they kind of had like their own version of Little Big Planet, which is like this... I think it's Mario Maker, it's called, or something like that, where you can make levels and all that kind of stuff, which is interesting. Um, do you think um, Sony did enough to um, convince people to say, hey, you know, well, basically, P- to um, strive for a message of PS4 being the place to play? Do you reckon that they've they, done enough? Because there has been... Um, ob- um, I've observed some comments and stuff, and a lot of people say that with Sony... Um, they had a really good lineup, but a lot of it is for next year and beyond. There's not enough coming out this holiday season while Microsoft has got more like the Master Chief collection and stuff like that. What, what do you reckon to those comments? Is it, do, you, do you reckon Sony's got enough coming out this holiday season? Uh, whoever, um, it doesn't matter who starts, just chime in.
2: We uh, talked quite a bit about this on RDGH. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Microsoft did what it needed to do. Yeah. but as far as presentation goes it's presentation is very timid uh, this is a company that has been humbled after a very <laughs> after a very bad uh, performance just last year
1: Yeah,
2: and so you have uh, someone with a new leader, a new direction, you can feel how they're still kind of feeling their way around, feeling things out is this what you want fans? Um, is this what you're looking for? and so um, they went out, and, and I think they killed it. They, they did what they needed to do. Yeah. Uh, they went out, and from the start, it was, hey, we're all about the games this time. No more Microsoft from last year. Yeah. We're different now. And they proved it by having little time for long speeches. Um, again, I, I don't mind saying this again and again. I think I, I hated the, the stupid little videos that they'd ask the developers, hey, like how many hours of games have you played? And what was your favorite game growing up? And... It was, who cares? But, um, the rest of it, it was literally just fast-paced, game after game after game after game after game. And they needed to do that. They really did. Um, but that said, they let their secrets out of the bag way too early. There was absolutely nothing there that surprised people. Um, we had heard of the Master Chief Collection long before it came out, that that should have been kept sealed, under wraps, sealed, um... But no, we, we knew about it. I, I guess the most surprising thing was the Forza... No, we knew about Forza Horizon 2. I mean, like, th- there was nothing there to surprise or wow anyone. Um, I, I, for all of their big games, it was all expected. So I think that hurt the presentation. Um, Sony, on the other hand, had that surprise. And they did take time out to discuss things like TV and... You know, but considering the gravity of the announcements that they made and the fact that they were able to surprise and impress people um, I think that gives them, that gave them a big edge their conference was more interesting to watch because you didn't always know what was going to come next and, and we were hoping, we were waiting for Uncharted and, and the conference was almost over Andrew House was saying goodbye but it's like but wait we haven't heard about Uncharted yet and then like, when we saw that Naughty Dog logo in the theater everyone just went crazy it was ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, like I think Sony, um, I think Sony's presentation was better. Uh, Microsoft's pacing was better, but Sony's presentation was better because it announced a lot of great games while um, surprising the fans as well. Um, as for things, what was the comment you were talking about? How Sony uh, didn't have enough games for this year? Um, yeah. To tell the truth, I don't know about that because remember, there were some games that are coming out this year that were not announced at E3, such as Drive Club. Um, and we're still wondering about The Last Guardian. Who knows as far as that's concerned? Um, Gamescom is coming, you know, and Microsoft doesn't typically attend Gamescom, so, but Sony does. So you can guarantee that they did not announce everything at E3. They've saved some announcements for Gamescom. How do I know that? They do it every single year. So, yeah. um, I think that Sony has more coming, but in the meantime, we have a great future for twenty fifteen, yes. and a lot of great things coming for twenty fourteen. And at Gamescom, they're going to tell us even more. So I'm not too worried.
1: Sounds good, uh, Ben. Do you have anything to add to that at all?
0: Yeah, you you, you totally have my secret IP coming up at Gamescom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? Your secret IP? What is that?
0: Nah. <laughs> I don't know what game <laughs> Johnny's going to be announcing to be honest that all I know is I expect Drive Club to be there and I expect there to be a tease about Gruntismo
1: I hope so yeah, well, yeah.
0: I about... even I even think that uh, Drive Club may have some Gruntismo stuff on the disc
2: we're most interested at this point in um, The Last of Us too, because we haven't heard anything about the La- not The Last of Us excuse me um, The Last Guardian is what I'm thinking of um, because that was noticeably missing. Everyone was hoping, as usual, that The Last Guardian would make an appearance at Sony's E3 conference, and it didn't. And so everyone's, I guess, pointed to Gamescom and said, okay, maybe Gamescom, hopefully. Nope. Yes, so,
1: mostly, <laughs> to be fair. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we discussed this while you were away, Glenn, um, and we were both... Um, reckon it's more likely tgs right benford for last guardian
0: yeah pretty much it is a it's a Sony japan property now so yeah
1: and it's um a lot, a lot of the i know they announced they did show the debut trader e3 but i think everything else has been at tgs because they just show a new trader at tgs and a lot of the stuff uh they announced was around that time as well so yeah it would be great if it was at gamescom but i think gamescom would be like you know obviously it's more european focused. i think it'd be more about um i think there would be a lot of uh, there might be something on sony ben's new um IP there, which um, I thought maybe would have been at E3, but um, obviously it wasn't. But there we go. Um, okay, um, actually now you know, I think we. I think actually we will do this now. We will read out the awards that we've given for E3. Even I, I
0: don't have, even know these. Yeah,
1: I have them right in front of me here. So um, this is just be a, a quick list. So don't worry, and let us know if you actually, guys. Um, let us know if you agree or disagree with these. Um, email us at podcast at psu dot uh, The awards are as follows. Best Graphics was given to The Order, 1886. Best Adventure Game, Metal Gear Solid V, Phantom Pain. Best Racing Game, Drive Club. Best Platformer, Oddworld, New and Tasty. Yay, Ben. Yes!
2: <laughs> best now, be- before you continue, is this games that were announced or just games that are um, that were on the show floor at E3?
1: These, are ju- This is a- anything. Anything that was shown at E3. Anything. Really? Yeah. If I, so,
0: I would have thought Uncharted would have won Best Graphics.
2: Absolutely. That's, why, that's why I'm asking
1: um okay well um guys best trailer uncharted 4 at thief's end uh, best indie game uh odd world new and tasty yes most, most anticipated game uncharted 4 at thief's end best rhythm game oh my god hatsune miku project diva f second hopefully i said that right sorry in earnest <laughs> uh best action game batman arkham knight best vita game tales of hearts R. best sports game nhl 15 best rpg but witcher 3 wild hunt Best multiplayer Destiny. Best fighting game Guilty Gear. Um, yeah, Guilty Gear X Sign. Whatever the hell that is. Um, sorry, I probably butchered <laughs> that name. Oh, um, best shooter Far Cry Four. And finally, best game as I mentioned is Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah. Um,
2: I, I did. I remember now. I did. I'm just looking at my email. I did check with them yesterday because I was curious as to because I, I thought for sure that um, No Man's Sky was going to win an award. And so I had emailed um, the guys yeah, in L.A. Yeah.
1: and Skype, that's, um, that kind of, yeah, I'm surprised.
2: So, so I emailed the guys in L.A. and the, about, I asked about it, and they said, oh, well, it wasn't on the floor, we didn't get to experience it. So um, it probably has more to do with what they were actually able to touch on the
1: yeah, floor. Yeah, but then again, Uncharted 4 wasn't on the floor either, so um, make of that what you will. But there we go. Um, it's Uncharted, I guess.
0: But they gave that um, best trailer, didn't they? Which... Yeah, best trailer.
1: I also got most. En- oh, yeah, I suppose the most yeah. anticipated game is a bit different, isn't it? It's not like best action or best thing, yeah. So, no, yeah, yeah, tried for- yeah to be fair, Uncharted 4 does um, fit into those categories, yeah. Um, so, there we go. Um, actually, guys, I'm now um, quickly, I just want to follow up something on. I, I know this is kind of an obvious thing, but. Best
0: free to play War Thunder.
1: Oh, yeah, of course, best for War Thunder. Um, um, I did a few features on that as well. Check them out, guys, if you're new to War Thunder, because it's now out. We're Ground Forces in America, and um, it's got the update for Europe and the UK. Um, Vita, guys. Vita, Vita, Vita. Um, Vita was pretty much regulated to be in PS3's... Um, sorry, PS4's companion tool at E3. Um, I think I mean, everyone bangs on about Vita, you know, when they say, oh, yeah, Sony needs to do this, it needs to do that. I think it's pretty much... I'm kind of like resigned to um, the fact it's pretty obvious that um, Sony are now they're not going to make those big AAA games like GTA, uh, not GTA, sorry, GT um, third party, you know, third parties, Metal Gear Solid, um, Grand uh, Grand Theft Auto, you know, all, all those big IPs and stuff. I don't think those are going to be coming anymore. I think there will be we will probably get some. We've had things like Tearaway, we've had Little Big Planet, um, we've had an things like that, but. This is now, Vita's, um, it's been out just over two years now in America and Europe, and it's been out, um, longer than out in Japan, and we still haven't seen a metal, its own Metal Gear, its own GTA, its own Gran Turismo, A God of War, thing, uh, Siphon Filter, things like that. Oh, by the way, Siphon Filter wasn't announced either. That's a big thing that a lot of people expected. Gamescom. Um, Gamescom, yeah, hopefully. Um, do we... Um, where do we think the Vita is going now? Is this what it's going to be? Is this is it just going to be like the second screen thing? The um, oh, the PS4, but you can also have a PS Vita and it does this a cross-platform play. Is this is this what um, is this what Sony are going to be marketing um, marketing Vita at now? Because I can't really see where I can't really see those big exclusive games coming out after this because it's just um, yeah, carry on. I-
2: I think that you're looking the wrong way because you're asking for things like God of War and whatnot. and like, Those are just basically ports, what they've already been doing. Um, I'm, talking about,
1: about, it's, I'm talking about from the ground up, exclusive the, for Vita, like Uncharted, yeah, Golden Abyss. The,
2: the thing about it is um, they did actually talk about Vita a bit at E3, and they announced um, Child of Light. They talked about Child of Light. They talked about Tales of Hearts R, yeah. and a few others that are making their way to the Vita. So um, I don't think that they've given up on the Vita. I think the biggest thing was this is a PS4 show. Yeah. Um, the Vita, I mean, this show was about the PS4, no doubt about it. Yeah. And so um, the Vita had to take a back seat. Yeah. So um, I think that it's too soon to say, "Oh well, the Vita's in this position," because uh, I, I think that this was kind of a special case. Although I do 100% agree, uh, the way that they've treated the Vita so far has really been just really just based just a companion device and nothing yes. more. Yeah. Um, although it has been working, uh, I sad to say, I don't know whether I'm sad or to say that or not but it has been working more people have been buying vitas so um but i guess what we're waiting for is for them to capitalize on that yeah and um e3 this year again wasn't the place it's a ps4 show yeah but um
1: so uh, when is I... when is psv Vita's time then Glenn? if this was ps4 when when is PS Vita's time to shine when are they gonna like really push that then do you reckon are they gonna wait another year i mean would it be too late then
2: uh I don't know about too I don't know about too late because there is still stuff coming out for it. Yeah. But it's just that you know, I, I think that perhaps we'll see a little more gamescom, definitely a lot more TGS because the Vita's bigger over there. Um handhelds yeah. are bigger in Japan.
1: Good point, yeah.
2: So um, I don't think that it's I don't think that it's it's curtains for Vita or anything. But I I just don't think that it was the right it was the it was Vita's show. Yeah. But Um. I'm I'm looking for Tales of Hearts R. I I love the Tales games, and uh, Tales of Hearts R and Child of Light look great. Um. I think they even mentioned a Metal Gear Solid. I'm not sure. Um. It was something like that. I'll, I'll have to look at my notes. But um, yeah. It's just I I just think that they're waiting. And
1: I just wonder how long they're going to wait. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, it's uh, I just think the thing with Vita is it's um, it's just got so much potential that hasn't been tapped into yet. I think that's my my, my my kind of override my issue with it. When you look back at the PSP, you know, it had so many great. I mean, it, some of them did end up ported over. Fair enough, but it had some. The thing about it, it had some great. Exclusive games at the time. It had those big games. It had its own GTA's. It had Gran Turismo, Little Big Planet, Metal Gear Solid. Um, you know, it had it had those kind of big. Um, you know, it had even had a. Um, you know, it had a kill zone, It had a Resistance as well. It had all these type of games, and it's just, I just feel that, you know, for something um, for a, a console like a handheld like Vita, which has has so much more potential with PS3 simply because of what it can do, I just think it's not being exploited enough. That's all, yeah. and um, but. You know these things cost money and at the end of the day if it's not selling enough then they're not going to recoup the development costs, I guess it's just as simple as that but I just think, whenever I just see I just think it's, it's, I just, I look at Vito I've got it right next to me here, stroking it you know, keeping it warm oh. <laughs> it's. I love my Vito and I just I just think it's just, I think it's got so much more potential, that's all, but you know, to be honest, if I didn't change anything about it and they kept doing this, I'd still be happy with it because there's still some great content on it, and I love it, you know. Even if I only used it to play PS1 games and those other things, it would still be used a ton. Obviously, I don't. I use it for other stuff as well. but some great great games on it. Soul Sacrifice is one of my favourite games from this generation, and that's only on Vita, so there we go. But, yeah, Ben, um, how about you? How do you feel?
0: Uh, I, I, I love... My Vita but I'm yep. surpri- I don't know if there's gonna be any games yet.
1: In terms, well, in terms of the big games you yeah, mean? Yeah, big games. Um, yeah.
0: but I think there's going to be some surprise I really think there's gonna be a Gran Turismo announced with the PS4 version.
1: I would hope so. I really I really would think that Gran Turismo would be supported on PSP.
0: And I think it will have cross platform play between PS4 and Vita. I also think they're going to advertise the Vita as, a, again, a companion device for Gran Turismo where um, you can use your Vita to set up uh, what it? B-Spec, isn't it? Or is it C-Spec? I can't, or is it, hey.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm not a GT player. I wouldn't be able to correct you. <laughs>
0: uh, I think it's B-Spec where you've got your automatic. Right? Basically, you set the game off and someone drives the race for you. Oh, right. I see. Cool. And that levels up that driver. I think there'll be a way using your Vita to watch watch it and then sort of control it in a way. you not you can't control it completely because it's supposed to be him. Yeah. But I think you might be able to you know have options to like pit stops and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I think they'll push the companion device for GTA, GTA Five. I think you said GTA Five.
1: GTA, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But oh, that'd be nice. Who knows, actually, because they yeah. said there's
0: going to be exclusive content for yeah. PS4.
1: Yep, and so, um.
0: Sorry, carry on. So maybe you'll be able to replace his phone with a Vita.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny you actually slip the slip of the tongue there because GTA five is now coming to PS4, Um this has been obviously rumoured for a while. But um, I, um, it, it's, I actually have to laugh at myself because I only just—I don't know if you guys remember me saying—and this is, goes out to our listeners as well. But I was behind on a few Rockstar games. I just earlier this year I finished three massive games: LA Noire, GTA four and Red Dead. So, I was catching up and i 've really just got into gta i 've got Gta five still unplayed i 've got the collector 's edition, and they go in and announce it for GTA, uh, for p s four so that 's kind of annoying, but um i 'm in two minds i don 't know whether to just start it anyway sell it and pick up the um, ps four version or just wait sell it and pick up the p s four version anyway i 'm not really sure what to do, but either or, way just or... keep
0: your collector 's edition and buy the p s four version
1: that 's what I meant yeah sorry, don't that's open what... it. yeah so yeah um, definitely. Um... Yeah, so that that was um, good news. Um, any any of you guys gonna pick it up the PS4 GTA Five? Nope. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> How about you, Glenn? Um, I might. I
2: don't know. I haven't actually played. You're
1: gonna hate me. Uh, I haven't played Grand Theft Auto before. Um, oh shit! Really? Wow. Yeah. I well, no. You know, no, no, that's not bad. But, you know, dude, this is actually really refreshing because I I'm quite hard on myself for not seeing certain movies or not playing too many games at all. People are like, oh my god. You know, See,
2: that's the difference between you and me. Because let me clarify: I have watched Star Wars and Lord of the Rings for the first time ever just last summer. Which um, is, wicked. if there is, if there is any guy who is like, I haven't seen this movie, yeah, and that everyone else has seen, it's me. Yeah. And so, um, you know, but the, the difference between you and me is, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I just don't watch a lot of movies. And yeah. So. Sorry. And so people are like, what, you haven't seen this? And I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah, I haven't,
1: it. yeah. No, 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 don't I'm get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, guys, I don't watch that many movies, you know. I'm a, more of a game man, you know. Oh, exactly. Just to clarify, I haven't seen any Batman film.
0: Oh,
2: but... oh no, those, those you should take a look at. Yes, those are actually... I know, I know. I need... when
0: our own Commissioner Gordon is in those. Come on. Of course, of course.
2: <laughs> and um, the only thing that I really didn't like about the Batman movies was the ending of the Dark Knight Rises I hated the way they tied it all together, but I won't say anything more about
1: it. Yeah, probably best not to. I will check those out. Um, but yeah, before before I get too sidetracked, um, I um, yeah, I think it's quite refreshing you haven't played GTA, um, Glenn, because you know, just it's nice to hear about people who haven't played games that, like you said, most people have. So, um, Glenn, uh, sorry, uh, Ben, you mentioned you weren't getting it for PS4. Are you not a GTA fan, or are you just not bothering to buy it again?
0: Uh, I'll buy it. When it goes down in price, but I have too many games at the end of this yeah. year to cool, bother. Cool, cool.
2: cool. Um,
0: Glenn, GTA That's Three, true. Liberty C's, San Andreas stories. Pick those up as soon as possible. They're good games. Um, Which ones? Uh, San Andreas story, San Andreas, uh, Liberty City, and yep. GTA Three. But if you want to sleep, if you want a good nap, you know, a little nap. <sighs> okay. Play GTA Four. That that oh. is a good way to have a nap. <laughs> oh, I like that.
2: <laughs> when I when I when I can't sleep one night, I'll just pop it in and
0: yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll just get annoyed at all the phone calls and, and oh yeah, quit the game is, and go yeah. to bed. Hey Nico, want to get a beer? Hey Nico, want to go dancing?
2: Do
0: <laughs> you want to go bowling now?
2: Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, that sounds annoying. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, you'll yeah.
0: you'll literally turn around the corner after doing a meeting with someone, and someone else will phone you up and ask you to go bowling or yeah bar or go yeah. to
1: a bar go to a strip club or do something yeah
0: you'll finish that activity and then you'll get a phone call saying oh why not i just left
1: yeah your <laughs> your annoying cousin roman yeah hey nico it's roman Want to go and get something to eat <laughs> not right now cousin <laughs> i am busy <laughs> um
0: and they never listen they never listen
1: no and if you cra- if you say no your um like rating goes down doesn't it you know how yeah. like um yeah oh that was annoying um but yeah, yeah, the ones um, Ben outlined, Glenn, definitely start with that. Um, but I can't believe we got this far, and this is my fault, without mentioning this Bloodborne, guys, the new game from From okay. Software. That was announced at Sony's E3 Press Conference, and that, it, that was a massive game, and that looked bloody fantastic. Really did. I haven't played Demon's Souls before. I know this isn't a successor to it, but it's very similar. And wow. That 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 has that is on my radar now. I mean, um, uh, uh, Ben, what did you think of that?
0: Sorry, I, I ran out of cash to throw at the screen, so I'm now throwing my debit card.
1: <laughs> oh. <ooh. laughs>
2: yeah, uh, I'm guessing you're excited for that then.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Did you did you literally throw cash at the screen just now?
0: I did earlier on. Yes, I did. Oh. <laughs> yes, <you> did. <laughs> I got thirty pounds out my wallet and started throwing it at the screen.
1: Oh. <laughs> um. But yeah, this uh, Bloodborne, that looks, um, graphically, it looks incredible. Very Gothic-inspired. Apparently, it's set in the 19th century, and there's some sort of plague going around, hence why there's lots of creatures running around. Um, Apparently, it's going to be a lot more, um, combat-wise, it's going to be a lot more uh, aggressive than Demon Souls and Dark Souls, whereas before, I believe, you know, I haven't played them, but it's um, common knowledge that they're... um, they're quite methodical and you, it's basically a waiting game. You wait for them to attack and learn their strategy and then find a, uh, find an opening for which you can counter. This one's going to be a lot more forward and aggressive. I understand. Um, but it looks fantastic. The locations look great. As I said, the visuals are amazing. The creatures look quite interesting as well. This looks, um, they got some sort of hell resident evil style, rotten looking zombie type dogs in there. They all these other humanoid kind of monstrosities to slaughter. Um, glenn are you looking forward to this at all
2: absolutely not i am not a horror what? person at all well are you serious yes i told you this I, I remember i was talking about last of us and how um my roommate was talking about how good it looked, and i was like eh, i'm not a big zombie horror person
1: oh yeah oh, what dude okay don't listen oh, seriously man don't um don't miss the last of us um it's not no, no, no I'm i'm gonna play it i'm gonna oh, play right, the last okay. of us but right. i'm
2: I'm not into blood. Or I don't watch horror movies. I don't play horror games. I'm not interested.
1: So there was no point in asking you what you think of Resident Evil. Uh, <laughs> uh, to be
0: fair, there haven't been zombies since Resident Evil Four, really.
1: No, well, they Maybe were back before then. They were back. They were back in six, but they weren't. Kind really, of. Yeah, they weren't really classic zombies yeah. And
0: plus, if he didn't want the the zombies, he didn't have to play the Leon campaign. It was Leon the was zombies. Yeah,
1: it was. There. It was only Leon. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was Chris and um christen uh la, 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 oh god i can't even remember his friggin' name that guy <laughs> yeah that dude wesker's son jake is it yeah jake i think uh okay. something like that i'm yeah. just gonna
0: call him that guy
1: yeah that guy yeah that guy and that guy's campaign yeah they were against like the humanoid uh, the uh ganado Oh, whatever the hell they were they guys with those guns. things yeah those things that shot you with guns yeah so yeah there we go but um well i um I love horror games, I'm not gonna admit, I mean people who know me like yeah, people who know me well know that I'm a massive horror fan. Silent Hill, Resident Evil, movies, Dawn of the Dead, all that kind of stuff. I love horror and stuff, so I I've got my eye on this game. I really wanna play either Demon Souls or Dark Souls and I think I really should. Ben, have you played them at all?
0: Uh I've played a little bit but not not much to really have an opinion on it.
1: okay. Well I I won't like trying them out because um I think it'd be good um uh, even even if this game wasn't coming out i've been meaning to do that anyway but yeah this is um um this actually this could be a good starting point because it's not it doesn't seem to be quite as um i'm not gonna say not as hardcore but it's not quite the methodical style very precise combat i think it's like i said it's more aggressive so maybe it'd be quite good And I mean go go to dark souls from there so but it looks really good and again we pre, um, we previewed this as well so check out our pre um, coverage on the site guys that looked um that's uh bloodborne uh from
0: wow. sorry what by the way, Michael, I think I thought of a name for res- the next Resident Evil game. What? Resident Evil Severed.
1: Severed.
2: <laughs> wow, that was not expected. You usually have these big, long names, yeah. these elaborate names. Resident but Evil. so now, so now to hear just seven, it feels, severed. It feels weird.
1: Severed. Yeah. Severed. Yeah. Oh,
2: severed. severed.
1: Yeah. yeah, severed. Yeah. Very, um, very, uh, very apt name for Resident Evil: severed limbs and everything. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking that's of Res- the
0: number seven out limbs.
1: Yeah, exactly. Speaking of Resident Evil Seven, that was rumored to show up as well, which of course it didn't. So hopefully TGS. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, wow. Well, um, I think we pretty much got through um, most of the stuff on E3 there. Obviously, it's impossible for us to cover everything, but that's certainly our highlights. And, Geyser, is anything else you want to add at all? Anything in particular? It, can, it doesn't have to be Sony. It can be anything. Anything um, you want to add at all?
0: Well, I I just like saying this name, and it, it, it might annoy you, Glenn, a bit. but I just love saying the name. We yeah. didn't cover the fact that um, what's it? Dead Rising Three oh. has new DLC.
1: Oh yeah, go on, Ben. You're not going to have to now. Go for it.
0: Uh, just taking a bit super ultra Dead Rising Three Arcade Remix Hyper Edition X Plus Alpha. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I hated that. I hated and that. That's Stupid. actually the real
1: name as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that is the real name.
1: Oh, Capcom is really trolling us for that.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, no, I think they're trolling themselves, to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah, themselves. Yeah. Oh god. And what what is this exactly? Is it?
0: It's just DLC. It adds DLC player co-op to Dead Rising Three with different Street Fighter characters and different Final Fight. There's even Dino Crisis characters in it.
1: Oh shit! Really?
0: Yeah. Um. So there's quite a load of different mismatched Capcom uh, Capcom characters in it. Oh um, wow! I know you fight a zombie, a giant zombie, and bison.
1: <laughs> Holy uh, crap! Oh my god! Dead rising is Dead Rising ever been serious at all? Uh, I don't think it has, has it? Because it's, really. its, it's always got it's always got his tongue firmly in its cheek, which is annoying because. As much as you know, it's a good game, but I like zombie games to be serious. I can't stand going around putting Mega Man hats on everyone. You know, I like a zombie. It, I love the premise because it's so it's it's a lot more open. It's very you know, you're, it, 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 they take place in cities. There's loads of zombies on screen and stuff. But I don't know what it is about it. There's just something that grates me about those games. I just wish they were a little bit less tongue in cheek. I'm oh, not. My,
0: I'm reading this review, and I yeah. love someone. Someone's made an anagram of it. You know, made it smaller. Yeah. Um, oh my god, the smaller version is just a no- knife like the size of a normal name. Uh, Suda R3ARHAEXPA. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> oh god, Captain. That's absurd. Yeah, oh god, I've got an N8 now. <laughs>
2: See, I don't have a problem with the name, but the trailer was just so annoying. I, I was sitting in the theater. Or was it? Wait. When was this announced? Was this announced at Microsoft or Sony's? Uh,
0: Microsoft is yeah. exclusive.
2: Okay. Yeah. I was. I was sitting there watching it, and I was just like, I'm done. Like, I. I almost turned it off. It was just annoying as heck. I wanted. <laughs> I. I don't want anything to do with that game. I don't want to see it. I don't want to play it. I don't want to <laughs> get, hear it about get it away from
1: me. Get it away from me.
2: I am done. It was annoying.
1: It's just. It was just annoying. Ten foot pole. Get away from me, Mike. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You'll, yes.
0: li- you'll like this. Yeah. Uh, there's even a cheeky booby... This is on Eurogamer, by the way. There's okay. even a cheeky booby trap designed to look like a power-up that fills your super attack gosh, which instead turns you into the defenseless character from Resident Evil called Tofu. <laughs> <laughs>
1: tofu. <laughs> oh, God. Tofu was a secret character in Resident Evil 2. It was basically a ton- uh, chunk, of tofu. chunk of tofu armed with a combat knife. Oh, that's wow. brilliant. Thank you for that, Ben. <laughs> and it was named tofu. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, w- tofu. it was made of tofu. It was. It was literally tofu, and zombies would eat it. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Oh god. Uh, actually, um, before we start closing down, actually, I really, um, Glenn, I think um, it, it's only fair, but I asked you about this. What was the experience of watching the Sony conference at a cinema like? Um, I've been dying to ask you that all week, and I couldn't think of a better time to ask you now. And you so, should,
2: you should listen to RDGH, my friend. Um, <laughs>
1: okay. Well, for, for the podcast listeners on YouTube, okay. yeah yeah, just um, just bre- it doesn't have to be a long one. Just um, cut it. Just do a, a, a abbreviated version. <laughs> absolutely.
2: The biggest problem was there were technical issues, uh-huh. and um, it was ridiculous. Like the the screen would get very pixelated, and sometimes the picture would disappear altogether. The sound would pop out. Um, it, it was during those times. It was pretty much unwatchable. All right. And, I thought at first it was just problems with my theater that I was in, but then we, uh, we were looking at Twitter, me and the guy next to me, and we found that, no, all the theaters are complaining about this. So um, someone tweeted, the guy next to me t- tweeted uh, Jeff Cayley, and uh, Jeff said he'd email them, and then it went away, and then halfway through during Batman it came back. And um, it, it was ridiculous, but um, it was mine Well, it's hard to call it minor because... It, it was just yeah. weird, but it, it wasn't a big issue because it wasn't there most of the time. Um, that's That said, the whole experience was really great. It's always more fun to watch things like this in a group than it is to watch it alone.
1: Yeah, I Because bet.
2: you really feel what excites everybody, and, and then, you know, you could feel the excitement. Like, at the end of Sony's conference, um, Andrew House said, yeah, there's one more surprise, or there's one more thing to show you, or whatever, and... Like you could just feel the tension in the room and people around me are going, Please be naughty dog, please be uncharted. <laughs> and then we didn't even see it uncharted, just the naughty dog logo came up and the place just erupted.
1: I was gonna say, well, did people actually applaud, applaud people, stuff?" Yeah. Oh
2: people applaud people cheered. When when we saw Little Big Planet Three, yeah. that that was a great moment because it came out of nowhere. Like we were just watching Infamous First Light. Yeah. And then it just ended, and then suddenly, Little Big Planet 3 was on our screen. We couldn't believe it, and yeah. everyone just starts cheering. Metal Gear, 5, uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 got a huge pop. Um, Sweet. Let's see what else. Grand Theft Auto got a huge pop. It was wicked. It, it was really fun, and I, <laughs> barring the um, technical issues, I yeah. would definitely go again. I hope they I hope they do this every year because it was really cool.
1: Um, oh, that's awesome, man! I, I wish they did that kind of thing over in England because they never, they never like I don't know. There's uh, it's just never seems to be a big push for video games over here in just general. The general like media and all that kind of stuff. They they cover everything from fashion to celebrities, but they never talk about video games. I think it's great that they've done this to bring it more into the. Well, I'm not really into the. I'm, I'm not really trying to say into the mainstream, but you know what I mean. They're actually you know they're giving you a chance. Giving gamers a chance to go to these places and see it, you know, but it's um, it's something that hasn't been done before, you know. I just think it's really cool. Absolutely.
2: I,
0: it I is, think it the is only cool. I think the only issue with bringing it here would be the fact it was two a.m.
1: Oh god! Yeah. I keep, again, I keep forgetting the absurd times it's on. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Sorry, Ben. The voice of Ben. Why do you have to ruin everything? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm joking, man. I'm joking. Oh, man. <laughs> For some ridiculous. reason, the
0: entire time you were talking about that, the, the cinema experience, Glen. All I can picture in my head is someone, people getting really excited and throwing tables over for some reason. Tables. I don't know why. Why you would even have tables at cinemas? But that's <laughs> all I can... this table. Living no. this table. Yes.
1: <laughs> I would have loved to have been there for the um, Uncharted four trailer. <laughs>
2: the Uncharted like you don't even understand like yeah everyone cheered when Naughty Dogs um okay it started with Batman because Batman looked ridiculous. Yeah. And so we see Batman, and yes, there are cheers. And then the trailer starts on Batman's face, and then it pans around the room, and it starts panning around the room, and people just start, like, it, it kind of built up. Everyone was just like, Whoa!
1: oh! yeah, yeah.
2: Just because it looked so ridiculous. And then when we went out to Gotham, and man, and, and then it was the same with Uncharted 4, because, you know, we see Nathan's face, and the moment Nathan's face... And, and all those details, and you can see the pores on his skin, and, and the twitches of his face when he grimaces, and everyone just goes nuts again. Yeah. Like, we went nuts seeing the Naughty Dog logo, and then they go nuts <laughs> again. <laughs> it was it was crazy. Um, just the way the way everything was presented was great, and you know, I, I didn't uh, walking out of that. I, if you remember, I did a kind of reaction video for both Microsoft's conference and Sony's. Yeah. Um, and I was planning to say, okay, at the end of it, I'll just say who was better. But I didn't want to at the time because um, I was still kind of wowed by Sony's. Yeah. And I knew that if still I did it right up, away. <laughs> yeah, I knew if I did that right away, I would automatically have been, um, I would automatically have just said Sony's just because it was such a cool experience to watch, uh, um, yeah. especially in the theater like that. So I, I wanted time to kind of think it over for real but um yeah I they they should definitely keep doing that. They should definitely keep doing the theater thing. And I hope they can figure out a way to make it come to England because I know I know Sony likes to do Sony likes to have the last spot um for for uh conferences of the day. And I think that's good for them because, you know, it has. It gives them an opportunity to be to you know save the best for last thing. And everyone always talks about the last thing because it's not how you start; it's how you finish yeah. that people remember most. So um, I think that that's a good spot for them to have. But it's really inconvenient for uh, UK and, and other nations yeah, who it don't is. necessarily have the time. Maybe instead they can, um, if they were to just not do it live, but still do it in the theater the next day. For for the UK, uh, that yeah. might not be practical because by then you've probably heard some stuff.
1: Yeah, but
2: <laughs> it's it's still I mean it's still a great experience to to watch E3 like that. Um, and they should definitely keep it up.
1: That's awesome, man! Mm-hmm. Thanks for going over there. That re- honest, that really sounds great. But um, I would have loved to have actually been there. Uh, apart from being at the actual event, that's definitely the ne- next yeah. best place to be. Definitely. Hey.
2: And then they had the post show where Jeff Cayley went around uh, to different developers and interviewed them about their new games, and there was some new, there was some other information there, and you got to kind of hear how they kind of made these things and and what went into them, and, and it was it was valuable. I liked it, I loved it.
1: Awesome, um, man, awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow, oh, Jesus, my well, my throat is starting right now, which tells me we should start wrapping up. But um, that was great. <laughs> that was great fun. That was like I said, that was our. Pro, uh, that was our post-E3 um, kind of like um, dissection there. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, Yeah, like I said, guys, we've still got a lot. We've got content on the site. We've probably still got a few things going on. So check it out, psu.com. And email us, at podcast.psu.com, if you've got any comments or questions about anything to do with E3 or our coverage. Um, I'll just quickly read out um, the um, only email we've got. Um, this was from Fonz, Alfonso Voxo, our super fan. This is actually a really good question. I like this one. Uh, there are many times we are stressed or frustrated, but I have one game, uh, but I have that one game out uh, happy place. Uh, he calls it a happy place game that makes it all better. What is your happy place game? Mine is any of the Enchanted games due to uh, the amazing scenery, cutscenes, and gameplay. Um, I really like that question, actually. I do because I know exactly what he means. You know, because there are certain games that you can go to no matter what mood you're in, no matter how crappy you might feel. You can just go and play, and it takes you away to that happy place. Um, I would actually say Uncharted is one, but. Um, I almost hate answering these questions because some of them are so obvious, but I can't, you know, I just got to go with what it is. And it is definitely Resident Evil one for me. The first, sorry, the first three Resident Evil games for me, I can play whenever I want to, no matter what mood I'm in. And they always make me feel good. They do. But it's nostalgia or whatever it is associated with them. It's great. And I, I still love playing them. The actual games themselves are great still. They still hold up and, they definitely put me in a happy place. Apart from them, I would say, I'll try and pick a few more just for a bit um, um variety. Any of the Uncharted, Tomb Raider, Mass Effect, Assassin's Creed, Super Mario, Sonic, Shenmue. There we go. That's mine. Um, ben, how about you?
0: Um, Final, any Final Fantasy game, pretty much.
1: Yeah, all oh, Final Fantasy 7 for me. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> um,
0: Warframe, I like to go to occasionally just to relaxed nowadays to be honest yeah Um. that's pretty much it for me but I do like I, it depends, I have loads of games so it really depends on yeah I have so many games it's hard for me to pick a few yeah
1: flavour of the month I guess really yeah <laughs> pretty much that's cool uh, Glenn how about you do you have that once do you have a special a couple of games that really you know that take you away to that happy place if you're feeling pretty crappy or s- frustrated whatever
2: yeah um... <laughs> Definitely love the Ratchet and Clank games for that. Sweet. Um, they're, it's one of my favorite series. I love Ratchet and Clank. Um, Uncharted would be another good one. Uh, racing games sometimes just because they take so much focus. And so it's a great way to get your mind off things. Because basically, I love um, how whenever people are playing racing games, they get like this racing game zombie face. Yeah, like I know what you their, mean. Yeah. Their face is completely slack and dead, and they're just staring into the soul of the TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It, it, it takes a lot of focus. So um, games like that. And um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the new Ratchet & Clank remake, because um, it's not going to be just a remake, a port or a remake. They're actually remaking the game with PS4 yeah, from the
1: ground up. Yeah.
2: So I, I'm thrilled about that, and I can't wait to see it and the movie early next year.
1: Damn straight, man. Mm-hmm. Um, wow.
0: I want to say I make that face when I play Sonic games.
2: Yes, yeah, Sonic is the same,
1: especially with special stages, right? <laughs> I, I, I
0: used to actually, as a kid, I would be so focused in the actual game that my legs would actually start moving when I jump. <laughs> I'm not oh, joking. God. You'd be like, you'd see me sort of. Making like kick movements with my legs as I, as I tried.
2: <laughs> it was ridiculous.
1: Oh no, it's Sonic like... definitely required a lot of attention. <laughs>
2: yeah, Sonic was one of my favorites too, but then Nintendo got Sonic and. Well. well
0: we're going to see a Sonic game at next year's E3 for PS4 and Xbox One, which will be done by the actual Sonic team.
1: Really? Good. I must have missed that. Oh, oh, they, you... they,
0: Sega hasn't announced it yet, but trust me.
1: Oh, good. Well, I can't wait for that. <laughs> Isn't there a new Sonic game in development? A really
2: um, weird Sonic
0: yeah. Boom or something.
2: Sonic Boom. Yeah. Um, Isn't that a cartoon?
0: No, it's a game as well for the Nintendo Wii U and 3DS. I see. It's also yeah. a movie bit done by Sony Pictures as well.
2: Trying to trying to see how I feel about that. Do you, hmm.
0: knuckles is knuckles knuckles is do you lift bra?
1: Yeah, yeah, Knuckles looks I, like he's I, on steroids,
2: seriously. S- yeah. Sega, if I remember right, Sega wasn't thrilled with all the changes.
0: Um, well, not... Sonic,
2: Team, Sonic Team wasn't thrilled with all the changes.
0: Well, even way, they're rushing it out so they can get rid of the Nintendo contract pretty much. Oh, okay. Is that what
1: it's all about? Yeah, oh,
0: right. yeah. They had Nintendo has a contract with Sega for three exclusive Sonic games.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, I remember. So this is the third one, isn't it? The third one. Yeah. yeah. What well, What were the other games?
0: Uh, Sonic and Mario Olympics. Uh huh. Sonic Lost World, or whatever you call it is. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And now this. Oh right. Okay. Oh well. <laughs> well, I. I'll be looking forward to next year, definitely. And next year should be great, E3. Actually. We should see some... Hopefully, we'll see some new Sony Central Monica there, a live demo of Uncharted 4, things like that. But there we go. Um, okay, well, before we wrap things up, we just better get on to some shout-outs quickly. We'll leave um what we've been playing and stuff till um, the next time, because we'll be back to normal Ben. So um, we wanted to keep this E3 focused for now. Um, so, yeah, um, Ben, any shout-outs at all?
0: Usual. Chin. Cool. Crimson. Shaheed, um, by the way, I'll be contacting Chin soon to try and see if he wants to be on the show, we're hopefully kid. for our 50th anniversary episode Sweet 50th
2: anniversary, what? Fifth, oh 50th, no, I know 50th, what you mean 50, 50th, um, 50th, um, oh, okay. 50th
0: episode,
2: <laughs> like, yeah What? We've so, been doing what? this for 50 years?
1: What? <laughs> That'd be great Yeah, exactly. oh, yeah don't you like...
0: know what? We're, we're from the UK, so we time travel a lot so we get a bit confused yeah. yeah, oh wow. We keep like our eight. TARDIS in, in the front room in case TARDIS, maybe. yeah.
1: <laughs> oh dear. Cool. Um Glenn, do you have any shout-outs
2: at all? Definitely shout outs to our all of our listeners without whom we would not be here. So um <laughs> we don't want that. We're we're glad you're here. Uh so keep listening to us and RDGH um if you're into more than just PlayStation. And Definitely keep it at psu.com. Um, also subscribe to us on iTunes where you can get both of our amazing podcasts downloaded to all your iThings automatically. Uh, if you want to, you can follow us and RDGH on Twitter at psu.com for PSU and PlayStation Unchained and at the RDGH, at T-H-E-R-D-G-H for the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour
1: brilliant stuff Glenn. and unlike last time I won't um, ask you to repeat that like I did before because I, was, I yeah. think I must have zoned out and then you said it and then later on I said can you please re- read it out and I was like dude I already did and I was like oh right yeah, yeah and, and don't
2: forget to email Mike Herod and ask him to join, Twitter. Oh,
1: join yeah. Twitter I was actually thinking about Twitter a lot today believe it or not I don't know why but um, it's it was on sign. it's on my mind oh,
2: no, it's the heat it's, it's causing
0: sign. him to go delirious yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly
1: what it is exactly what it is oh god you beat me to it there oh dear um but yeah uh, we'll, we'll see um oh great now i completely forgot what i was going to say oh no i haven't it's my shout out turn i would first of all like to give a shout out because it's um obviously we had e3 i'd like to give a shout out to um kyle jonathan will and ernest i didn't leave anyone out there for the awesome coverage they did at e3 because they definitely deserve it so um, big them up guys i'm clapping now in case you can't hear me <laughs> so we there you. we go yeah they definitely deserve that also um the ground uh, of well, i call it ground the um, home crew sorry who helped me out at e3 so that's basically everyone so you guys and everyone else our listeners you two for joining me again it's been great to be back again guys i will definitely be back next week and of course chin my mate richard walker uh, my mate james i saw at the sniper elite event shaheed all the usual guys friends family of course I like to play my family. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for listening again, guys. It's, um, uh, we always appreciate it. And um, as Glenn said, please um, you know, contact us if you want. Um, you can contact, if you want to contact me personally, you can do so via email, the old fashioned way, at mike.harridance.psu.com. Alternative, con- alternatively, you can contact Ben at...
0: Uh, at Chile underscore UK or Hall at psu.com. I just got and one l- quick thing to add before I stop. Um, Sorry,
1: yeah, go for it, go for it.
0: Tomorrow, well, last week, last (laughs) Sunday, tomorrow... You're doing it
1: again, future past or whatever.
0: (laughs) uh, I will be giving away codes for the Destiny beta during my stream tomorrow at 8 o'clock, which would be last week at 8 o'clock, so um, July, June the 15th, shall we say. Um, So... Good luck everyone who's entered, and congratulations anyone who won. Because of
2: course you've already oh. won
0: this.
1: Yeah, you've already won this. Yeah. I don't
0: know who you are yet, so. Oh
1: yeah, we're we're Good,
0: sending out. good congratulations. Good <laughs> Con luck! Good Con luck!
1: Confusing, doesn't it?
0: Good
1: yeah. luck! There we go. Yeah, but um, well done to whoever it was. Well done, and um, last but not least, you can contact G-Man himself at
2: at goglen underscore on Twitter at G-O-G-L-E-N-N underscore on Twitter, or you can email me if you like, uh, glen.gordon at psu.com.
1: Wicked. Well, uh, Ben and Glenn, thank you for joining me again. That was great fun as always. That was a really enjoyable podcast. And I um, ho- hope to um, record again next week with you guys. As for our listeners, thank you very much for tuning in again, guys. We will be back again. Hopefully next, uh, we will be recording again next Saturday if all goes to plan um have a great week guys and we will see you again on episode 44 so with that said have a great weekend no not great weekend a great week because you guys have a great weekend and those of you are listening have a good rest of the week and all that's left to say is it's good night from me
0: and it's good night from him
1: see you guys